welcome back to Classical Christian Virtues. I'm your host, Dr. Timothy Dernlin, as we journey together toward the good life by cultivating virtue and resisting vice one week at a time. The companion book to this podcast is also entitled Classical Christian Virtues. You can pick that up at Amazon.com or you can get more information at TimDernlin.com. If you head over there, please do leave me a message. I like reading those each week. Finally, Subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star rating, pass it on to a friend, and we'll build this classical Christian virtues community together. Love you all. Let's get started. Joseph Campbell is quoted as saying, Love is friendship set to music. That's a beautiful and poetic way to engage the idea the mystery, the far-reaching depths of love. How do you explain love? There's so much to it. There's been so many things written on love, so many books written on love. But let's give it a crack here in the next 10 minutes. Love is our virtue that we'll be contemplating. We see in John 13, 1-17, a great story about active love. Jesus washing the feet of his disciples. In verse 1 in John 13, we see that having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And then there's the story and recounting of Jesus washing the feet of his disciples. He didn't make a big deal of it, saying, now I'm going to serve you, or now I'm going to love you. He simply took off his robe and began washing their feet in active love. Love is not a limited quality. Love is limitless. So we don't need to fear about loving too many people or extending ourselves to love too often. My friend as she was seeking to have a second child, became fearful. She had a child she loved very much, and she expressed the idea that her concern stemmed from what if her love was divided once she had a second child, or what if she didn't have as much love for the second child. But love, love never ends. Love is limitless. So we can love freely, love fully, love without fear. We see in 1 John 4, 7 through 21 that God himself is love. No wonder love never ends. When we're rooted and grounded in true, good, and beautiful love, as described in Ephesians 3, 16 through 19, it's easier to cultivate every other virtue. A love that is grounded in God, the Father, Son, and Spirit is the foundation from which all other virtues can be cultivated and gain lifelong nourishment. A love like this is described in 1 Corinthians 13, 3 through 8. Looking at the description of love in these verses, we see that Love produces the virtues of patience, kindness, contentment, humility, curiosity, friendship, adaptation, forgiveness, joy, 
truthfulness, servanthood, faithfulness, hope, endurance, and dependability. Let's look at that verse right now. 1 Corinthians 13, 3 through 8. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. So, again, we see in 1 John 4, 7 through 21 that God himself is love, and we see in 1 Corinthians that love never ends. This is a great reminder to all of us that we shouldn't wait to fall in love with someone. Just as our triune God is the Alpha and Omega, our God who tells us in Scripture that He is love, we need to reflect that. And our love for others should have no beginning and no end. By the very nature that they are created imago Dei, in the image of God, we should love others. In Mark 12, 30-31, when asked what the greatest commandment is, Jesus cites love. He says to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and the second greatest commandment is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. John 15, 13 through 17 says that greater love has no man than this, that he lays down his life for his friend. In verse 17, it ends with saying, These things I command of you so that you will love others. Laying down one's life doesn't need to mean death, but rather dispensing of pride and selfishness and laying down your life in that way to instead live a life of humility and service, of love of God and neighbor. Love doesn't get frustrated by a lack of gratitude. It doesn't look for favors in return, like Jesus washing feet. Love is active, humble, and service-oriented. The deficiency of love is selfishness. That's rooted in pride. James 3.16 says, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. And if we extend ourselves too much and show too much love, the vice could be obsession, but it all could also could be permissiveness. Hebrews 12.11 says, For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Love doesn't need to be a pushover. There's a few books I'd recommend 
if you're seeking to dive deeper into this study of love. There's volumes and volumes out there of different works, but I'd commend to you C.S. Lewis's The Four Loves, James K. Smith, You Are What You Love, or one by Jonathan Edwards called The Charity and Its Fruits. Can you think of other books or movies, places in Scripture where love abounds? Or how about looking at your own life? Where do you fall short of this never-ending love that we've examined today? After contemplating virtue, we need to take action. I want to be a person of virtue. I want to be a person who is marked by love. And I know you do too. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can help build this community by subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with a friend, giving it a five-star rating, or writing a comment or review below. All four of those things really, really help. If you'd like to go deeper into this study, you can pick up Classical Christian Virtues at Amazon.com and follow along with us, answer the additional questions in your book, and dive a little deeper. While you're at it, you can pick up a copy for a friend. If you'd like to contact me directly, please go to timdernland.com and shoot me a message. I'd really like to hear from you. Until next time, may God the Father bless you and the Holy Spirit guide you as you strive to live like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by resisting vice and cultivating virtue for the good of others and the glory of God alone.